0: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST. Trading Places Connection? Check. Lots of random cameos? Check. This is my review for Coming to America and Coming to America 2. A B guys headphones neil here back with my next review for a couple of films i recently watched and one that was just released to amazon prime on march 5th so as the intro suggests and um if you read the title you already said this but i um recently rewatched coming to america the 4k uhd version on amazon prime and i followed that up with the sequel coming to america with the from the first title replaced with the number two so I wanted to watch the first one um, or rewatch the first one just to see if I missed anything see if there's anything in the original film versus the tv version and generally just refresh my memory for what happened in the film who we saw in the film and all that good stuff before going into the second one to kind of see how all of that fell into place so overall the first one First film, um, as original one from back in the day, um still holds up as a good film, funny. Um, you relate to Prince Akeem, um to Semi, um, the parents and basically everyone in the film. And on rewatching the film, it's one of those things where you realize and one thing I probably knew when I watched it on TV, but um noticed this time around as well, was how many characters Eddie Murphy actually played in the film. So Overall, I think he did a pretty good job. The film, for me, still holds up as a piece and as a film that takes place in the '80s. Um, things that you know don't really hold up are things like the stereo and eight-track, the cars, um, no cell phones, and no internet, and things like that. So, overall, it, it does become a period piece, but because it's so well done, it kind of feels a good film in its place. But you're not really taken out of anything like that um one of the other things that i found particularly intriguing and funny was that we have samuel jackson in the film which i don't remember at all but probably granted at the time i didn't really know him or visually know him i think it was right i might have been when i saw trading places i don't think i had seen the usual or not the usual suspects but um the tarantino film that now i'm drawing a blank on that's really good but um I don't know that I probably really- it's probably still early on in his career so it's probably one of the things where you wouldn't really recognize him but when you see the film now um you- he definitely stands out. Um, the other thing that I found particularly of a good note in places- this uh, coming to America after Trading Places is the Trading Places connection so when Prince Hakeem and Lisa are walking on the riverfront. Um, Prince Akeem gives a dollar to a couple of, um, homeless guys who turn out to be the Duke brothers. And, um, so that pretty much sets them up on, um, recovering their wealth and firm and all of that stuff and becoming rich again. So I I found that particularly, um, interesting and fun and funny. Um, and it definitely places coming to come into America after Trading Places because if you've seen Trading Places and you know by the end of the film, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd um, become the rich ones and the Duke brothers lose all their wealth and money and fall out of favor and all of that stuff. Um, when watching the film though, the one thing that I did um, think about while watching the film was daryl from uh, lisa's boyfriend and the lead singer of sexual chocolate looked a lot like a knockoff of charlie murphy um in his role from the Chappelle show so when you're watching it he's supposed to be that rich playboy kind of character who's not really all that smart doesn't really know what's going on and all of that stuff so um overall his character was decent it worked for the course of the uh, film and um that's kind of the role that i felt like he fell into while watching it now especially um when going into the sequel for the film um and then let's i can't re- talk about the film with of course mentioning james earl jones the voice of darth vader so i got to thinking while watching the film that if you have James Earl Jones in your film and it's after Star Wars why not have him do some sort of nod to Star Wars and they actually did have that scene when he um, he does show up at McDowell's I I believe for the first time and he's asking um, Lisa's father to let him know when Prince Akeem shows up and he says basically in a Vader-ish voice that when when you see him notify me at once and it was very reminiscent of Vader telling one of the Imperial Navy guys um, to stay aware and let alert him of his presence, and basically as if he's giving orders. So I thought, while probably not intentional, it felt like it was a, a good, random, subtle nod to Star Wars that you have James Earl Jones in your film. So why not use the voice? Um, and of course, I left this um, part to the end. But the one thing you. I noticed when watching the Amazon Prime version. Or at least a full version of the film. Is a scene that they don't show. Or I don't remember them showing on the TV version. And that's in the beginning of the film. When um, Akeem is getting his um, bath with the royal servants. And basically you start off the film with some um, top. Or above the waist nudity from the prince and the um, servants. And you do get a... Most likely intentional uh, blue joke. So while it was, we're, 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 oh, as an adult, it is funny, and as a kid, you, I can see why they would. Of course, it's not going to be in a TV version, and um, they probably now would do something like where they they would digitally insert, you know, probably make him wear be wearing bathing suits or something. Maybe redo the joke to say that the royal body is washed and replace body with um a dirty joke but you kind of see why they would not um have that in the tv version and why it probably wouldn't stick out as a child or as a kid um if i was probably old enough uh maybe in the teenagers if i saw it as an uncensored version it would get a um, immature chuckle out of me but um when watching the film that's the one thing that stands out so definitely not something you want to watch with the kids, or because it does not necessarily take away from the film. If you skip over the first, you know, few minutes of the film, it's okay to skip because you do get that whole royalty life of Akeem after that, especially with the um, rose petals at his feet, um, living in the palace, the wealth, uh, semis um reliance on money and all of that stuff. So things like that definitely stand out when you're watching the introduction to get an idea of Akeem's life. So definitely not something you'll miss, but as an adult watching it with friends, um, it is a chuckle to watch. So that leads us directly into coming to America too. So with the first film you do have of course have Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, um um Samuel Jackson so with the second film the one thing that stands out is all the people who are in the film making cameo t- appearances so by about 20 minutes in you begin to wonder who's not in the film so you have people like Morgan Freeman doing the, the voiceover for James Earl Jones's um, funeral ceremony yeah, in vogue and and Peppa doing their. And also Gladys Knight doing their singing cameos. You have Leslie Jones as Prince Akeem's son's mom. So her role was particularly funny. I like that. You have Tracy Morgan as Akeem's son's uncle. Um, So overall... and So basically aside from the people you have from the first film. Except for Samuel Jackson. Which I didn't see that he was in there. So I'm not sure if they couldn't get him. He didn't want to do it. Or maybe I missed it. But aside from him. um, You have all these other people making starring appearances in the film so you begin to wonder who's not going to be in the film um so that leads me into probably my favorite character in the sequel and that's wesley snipes so that was and he's probably my favorite character just because i think now from this film and i mean aside and probably from a few other roles but he should always play the evil general or dictator just because he seems to pull that off very well he um plays um, the uh, powerful leader with a slight um, insane and evil complex to it. He has that look and talk about him that where he can pull that off. So I think he should always pull off things like that just because it seems like um, he can get into that character very well. Um, and of course you couldn't have this character or a Coming to America film without some random funny stuff in it so in this case uh, so in the first film McDowell's was the funny um running gag in the film so you have you know um, Lisa's father explaining why McDowell's is not a knockoff of McDonald's but further than or then thereby explaining why how everything is a knockoff of McDonald's so in this film we have um the rival or the neighboring nation of Nexdoria of which Wesley Snipes is a is the leader so um, i thought that was of particular note i continued hearing that name in the film just as a uh, i mean basically when you start the film you originally think it's going to or you would imagine that it's going to take a slightly more serious tone but as soon as they introduce Nexdoria and you have Wesley Snipes playing the general leader of the um nation it falls into place just how silly is going to be um you have mcdowell's opening up in zamunda and having a continued explanation of how the mc i think they called it the mcflurby or something like that or mcflurby something like that i forgot what they call the milkshake and how it's not a knockoff of the mcflurry so overall all of that stuff fell into place um and then of course you couldn't have the film without another um trading places connection so in this case we have when uh Akeem's son is going for a job interview uh, it turns out that the guy who's interviewing him is i want to say the son or grandson some relative of the duke brothers so um we have a subtle nod to them i didn't actually go in to see if the actors who play them are no longer or who are, if they passed away or anything like that but they have a nod that to that the firm was founded based on them so we see that the duke brothers were able to set up a new company from that dollar that Akeem gave them so a uh, nice nod there um and then i liked when Akeem was talking to the barber shop or the um, hairdresser lady that she wants to start her own barbershop and they have that conversation about um, barbershop and beauty shop um the iced tea and queen latifah films so overall nice little nods there so it would have been a uh, interesting thing that to, to see there and on a related note um the one the barbershop guys from the first film are, do show up in this film as well and it doesn't look like they aged a bit so it feels like even though it's been about i want to say maybe 19 or 20 years i forget how old the son is but it looks like in those 20 years those guys have not aged a bit so they went from maybe old in the first film to slightly older in the second film so um i wasn't i mean it was okay to have that i mean it's a comedy film so you don't really expect too much but it was good to see those guys in the film so i'm glad that we were able to see them um and as far as the final cameo performance which i was not told i which i totally didn't expect and i of course i didn't read the Cast list to see this, but we have Trevor Noah showing up as the anchor of the of ZNN um, in the film. So that's the Zambuna News Network. So I that actually made me crack up laughing because of course Trevor is from South Africa or Africa. I forget if he's from South Africa or somewhere else. But playing the host of ZNN, not having to actually fake an accent, but being a news anchor like he is on The Daily Show. Generally, just worked, and then the getup was that he had with the facial hair and all of that. All in all, made for a very funny scene. So, if if nothing else, I definitely recommend watching the film for that. So, that all fell into place, and then of course, um I by the end of the film, or by this time, or by probably three quarters of the film, I was beginning to wonder if we're going to even see. Um, Daryl or sexual chocolate or anything like that but then of course you're not really expecting it because um because Lisa married Akeem you don't really have a reason for him to be there but um because they have um Akeem's son's wedding to the hairstylist they need a a wedding singer and of course they bring out sexual chocolate and they bring out bring in Peaches one of the sister group that Akeem and Sammy first met in the uh, when they were in Queens looking for um, a smart, intelligent woman for Akeem. So, seeing both of them rounded out that whole cameo appearance by them. So, overall, uh, watching. Um, the f- Both films, back to back, made me appreciate the first film more, or appreciate the first film, but then also made me enjoy the second film that much more because of all the stuff that they tied to in the first film, um, stayed true to in the universe, made fun of, um, was funny, and generally just made for a more enjoyable film, so... Um, I definitely recommend watching *Coming to America* too, but watch it in the context of having rewatched the first film first. So, um, definitely recap the, the *Coming to America* and then watch the sequel. And I. Want to say that I will 95% guarantee that you will enjoy the second film if you enjoyed the first film. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback of your own, or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is patelN01.com for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And of course, by supporting the show, you get uh, bonus content, early access to upcoming episodes and reviews, and what's coming. Um, down the pipeline for the podcast and of course if you are a patron you get for for example in this case i did a hot take for um the coming to america films and wandavision season one so you get early listen to what's coming up on the reviews and of course that's on patreon at patreon.com slash patel N zero one but that's all there is for this particular episode thanks for tuning in and until next time Supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com/ai for people to learn more. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.